Hello, everyone. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Do you like to meditate? Have you tried to meditate? Have you struggled with meditation? Why don't you visit one of the Brahma Kumaris Meditation Center? Visit brahmakumaris.org. I want to show you something. Each day around the world, 5,000 people are infected with HIV. That was over 20 years ago. We've come a long way in the science and treatment of HIV. But the disease hasn't gone away. So why aren't we talking about it? Today, we have the tools to make HIV history. Let's finish what we started. Because the world needs you to live. The Meditation Museum in Silver Spring, Maryland offers a variety of courses and activities to make your life go a whole lot smoother. Located at 9525 Georgia Avenue, you will be able to experience the beautiful silence that's in the space. There are courses in Raja Yoga Meditation, Positive Thinking, Stress-Free Living, and Personal Development classes. For more information, call us at 301-588-0144 or visit us online at meditationmuseum.org. The Miracle Medical Clinic is a clinic that has been providing quality health care services to the Houston area since 1996. In a comfortable environment, they are dedicated to helping you live a healthy lifestyle for years to come. For more information, please call 713-464-0236 or visit us at our website at www.miraclemedicalclinic.com. The Miracle Medical Clinic, where preventive health care is waiting for you. Feeling safe, taking just a minute, like a tortoise, I move into the safety of my inner world and experience a world free from distractions. I feel secure, protected knowing that I am true to myself. I experience my true value, independent of the influence of others. I now gently step back into my surroundings. Hello, everyone, and welcome to America Meditating Radio. That was Feeling Safe from Just a Minute Meditation CD by the Brahma Kumaris. We always love that you can take the time to tune in to 
participate and engage in some of our really empowering conversations. Each guest is really specially selected to be on air with us to help us to grow and to be able to amplify our voice and our presence, not only for our own lives, but for the world around us. And 2017 is definitely a year in which we will be magnifying and amplifying our blessings. Blessings for our lives, blessings for the lives of those that we care for, and even blessings for those that we might feel have been so marginalized and so disconnected from the bigger narrative. But in this might, whatever it is that we ever go through in life, the finger is always turning itself back to you. What is it that you're thinking will determine what it is that you're feeling, and what you're feeling will determine either that it's been a recording of the past or you're deepening a recording for your future. So when we understand the faculty of thought and we understand the the implications and the power of thought, we then become our own masters of ourselves. Then no more will there be room to blame anyone for stealing our happiness. And I always say, you know, there are five best friends that hang out together, which I haven't used for a long time in our show, algae. They just cling together. Sometimes one leads the pack over the other. And why I use this acronym all the time is that I don't care how great the world issues are. I don't care how bad global climate is, how divisive we've become, how nasty something was, how bad someone treated the other person. If we keep taking it from face value, we'll still be chasing our tails. The root cause to the global suffering in our lives and the lives of everyone else that we witness is in this acronym, ALGE, a recorded consciousness that we have gotten so accustomed to that we now believe this is the way to execute our desires, our motives, our decisions to get some sort of result of happiness and peace and power. So here's the breakdown of the acronym ALGE. Ready? A is for anger. L is for lust. G is for greed. A is for attachment. And E is for ego. Hmm. Do you like that? ALGE. So when we think about these qualities of spirit and we recognize that, do I have some anger in me? Are there desires in me? Do I find that owning one pair of shoes is not not enough? I need much more. Or like for me, jackets. I looked in my closet the other day and I went, okay, Jen, that's enough. And so what it is that's going on inside of the consciousness that's, I don't know if it's stealing the happiness, but it's merging the happiness. And so if my happiness is merged, this is saying out of sight, out of mind. Go back to what you're thinking. Whatever you're thinking, you will feel it. Whatever you feel, it's either a recording of the past or something that you're confirming that will be in your tomorrows. Stay tuned. We're going to be having heart-to-heart discussions as we enjoy our time together on the America Meditating Radio. But you know what I love to do best here when we're together on air? is to go into a meditation with you to be able to really seep into something that's very true, that which no algae can actually move me away from and make me believe that I am not elevated, pure, peaceful, and powerful. I like to play beautiful meditation by Carmen Warrington from her Here and Now CD. Take a deep breath. 
And here is here and now. meditation practices allow you to be present in the here and now. Not in the past, worrying about things that are over. Not in the future, Worrying about things that might be. Right in the present. Because right here and right now, you're okay. Let's begin with here. So make sure you're sitting comfortably. And close your eyes or leave them half open if you wish. Begin by having a sense of where you are. Are you outdoors or are you in a building? Feel the temperature of this environment. Listen to the sounds in the distance. do you hear nearby? Notice everything without judging it, without commenting in your mind. Now, sense your body starting with your toes and slowly working your way up. Become aware of the soles of your feet and your ankle bones. Feel the bend in your knees. Feel where your hands are and whether your fingers are curled over or straight. Feel where your body makes contact with the furniture. Notice the curve in your spine in your lower back. Middle of your back. The curve in your neck. Notice the angle of your head. and whether your teeth are together or slightly apart. Feel the texture of your clothing on your skin. Notice the temperature of your body. of your legs 
welcome back. That was Ake Onkur from Sanatan Kaur. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. We had a wonderful discussion this morning about how these um, very unique five best friends in an acronym that I use all the time called ALGE tends to take away our happiness. And in taking away our happiness, we tend to run for short term goals and tend to find ourselves still back in the same area where we just don't feel okay on the inside. The American Meditating Radio is proud to welcome Dr. John Izzo. Dr. Izzo is a corporate advisor, speaker, and best-selling author of seven books, including the international bestsellers Awakening Corporate Soul, The Five Secrets You Must Discover Before You Die, and Stepping Up, his latest book is entitled The Five Thieves of Happiness, And over the past 20 years, Dr. Izzo has spoken to over 1 million people, taught at two major universities, advised over 500 organizations, and is frequently featured in the media by the likes of Fast Company, PBS, CBC, and much more. Dr. Izzo is a pioneer in the corporate social responsibility and sustainability movement and a distinguished fellow at the East-West Institute, a nonpartisan think tank, working on international security issues, which we really need, including food, water, and energy security. Dr. Izzo, thank you so much for joining us on the air today. Thank you. Thank you for having me and looking forward to our conversation. Me too. We're looking at a time where finding methods to understand how we can preserve, I would say, our sanity, but in other ways we can also say our joy, our happiness. And if we look at the cycle of the narrative in our world, it's very similar. Would you believe it if I told you I don't even have a television in my house? That even yeah, sometimes... well, it's just, <laughs> it sounds like a benefit most of the time. I think so, because I was at a, um, a tire shop the other day, and I'm sitting there, and they have this television on. And the stories that I'm watching there, I'm like, wow, people sit and watch this for hours? I can't do that to my spirit. I want to talk about happiness. I want to talk about what is it that's taken away our happiness, Dr. Izzo? Yeah, you know, I think it's a great um, place to, to begin because for me, the uh, the book, The Five Thieves of Happiness, um, you know, really, uh, of course, I've been studying happiness and, and societal harmony and well-being for, you know, uh, two and a half decades now. So I've always been fascinated in, you know, why some people achieve a greater level of uh, of contentment, happiness, meaning, purpose than others do, and also, you know, what we have to evolve as a society for us to uh, really achieve our highest, you know, uh, uh, potential. And it seems to me that, um, you know, there are these things that rob us of perhaps a happiness and harmony that is naturally ours, which is part of the premise of the book. And I think... Uh, you know the example of 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 the information that we allow to infect our minds and our spirits is actually a, not a small issue right and in many ways the book is a, is about that right because what are these mindsets that we allow to kind of in if you will take over the house uh, of our spirits <laughs> and what is that because according to the latest world happiness report i mean i would have thought that we in the usa ranked number one, you know, as the happiest country in the world. But major depressive disorders affect approximately almost 15 million American adults in a given year. And 50% of people are reported being very stressed. I've traveled, Dr. Izzo, to 90 countries, and I've been with kids and I've been with adults. 
I've been to some of the poorest villages. Dr. Izzo, I look into the eyes of those kids, and it's sparkling. I come back here, our kids have Nintendo. I don't know what the games are. Wii, who, whatever they're called. They have just about everything that they could possibly dream of. And sometimes I wonder, why don't I see the sparkle in their eyes like I do with kids in a poor village that's kicking a box of milk on the ground and finding great joy in that? Well, you know, it actually is, is, a, is, a, great, is a great question. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Mother Teresa said that, you know, loneliness was the, the, uh, the affliction of, of, of uh, the, the developed world, right? So she said well, there was a kind of poverty of loneliness that exists in the, uh, in, the, in the developed world. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. You know, one of the thieves I talk about in the book, one of the five thieves, is consumption. And I don't actually mm-hmm. mean it in the typical way that, that, that people think of it is, is just about things that you might buy or stuff. It's really about this idea that happiness comes from outside of ourselves, that, that there's something we have to get, achieve, or have to to uh, get happiness and if you think about it in in especially in the developed world you know we are constantly bombarded with messages that say if you only had this you know mm. if you only had the right relationship if you only had the right house if you only had the right car if you only had more things uh, you would be happier when in fact happiness is really an internal uh, construct. It's a response to the world rather than uh, what the world's giving you. And interesting, in the book I talk about the English word for happiness actually comes from the old English word hap, as in happenstance. So the idea was if there were good happenings in your life, in other words, that's consumption. If the good things happening around me, I would be happy. And I think that the reality is we've got it the wrong way around. In fact, this search for things outside of ourselves that would bring us happiness is, as the Buddhists say, will create only a hungry ghost because there will never be enough things outside of yourself to bring you happiness. So I think you're right, and I think this affliction is particularly profound in our consumer-oriented world where we're bombarded with these messages about what we must do to find happiness instead of what we must cultivate in the inner life to find happiness, which, of course, is where happiness is always found. Would it be cheating if I asked you to share with our listeners more of those five steps of happiness? You shared one. Could we get one more? Yeah, yeah. So one of the, the, I think, the greatest was we just did a webinar recently on the on the five thieves. Had hundreds of people on it, and at some point we did a poll: which thief is most robbing you of happiness? So I think it would be fair for me to name the thief that was, uh, you know, more people. Almost fifty percent people said this was their most uh, powerful thief, uh, which is the thief of control, the thief named control, oh. uh, and mm-hmm. this is the desire to. To, uh, to really see happiness in whatever outcome we might want. And, of course, as human beings, we want to be in control, but, of course, there are so many things out of our control. And so when we focus on controlling the outcomes of our life instead of our intentions, we will find unhappiness. So one of the things I talk about in, in, in the chapter on the thief named Control is that all Spiritual and psychological suffering, if you really think about it, is resistance to whatever is at any moment. Let me say that again. Mm. All spiritual psychological suffering is resistance to whatever is at any moment. A simple example, you, you know, you're coming home from work and you want to get home at a certain time because there's something you want to watch on television or you want to have time with your you know, partner or kids or whatever it is, right? And then suddenly you're in a traffic jam. 
and you say, oh, the traffic jam caused me unhappiness. No, what caused you unhappiness is the desire to control when you could be home uh, and what you're going to get to do at that moment. If instead you surrender to whatever is happening at that moment and say, well, I'm here in this traffic jam. I can't control that. Now, how can I bring joy and happiness in this ride home? And this works even with the most profound things in our life that we might face. And so I'm not saying there aren't external things that cause suffering, but it's our response, our desire for that outcome rather than a focus on our intentions that causes the unhappiness. So this thief of control is a very powerful one for many people. And it can even be, I have this intent of a position I'm going to get in a company. Only that position will bring me happiness. So I can't control whether I get that position. I can control doing the interviews. I can control going to school to learn to do it. But ultimately, the outcome will not be in my control. So I'm going to Mm -hmm. have these intentions, but I'm not going to be resistant to whatever winds up showing up. I'm going to embrace it, lean into it, be in the present moment, and then go from there. So this is a very important uh, piece, I think. It is. Now, you and I both know, doesn't that all sound so beautiful, like that really is the way to be, and 24-7 we should be operating on that. <laughs> and right, yeah, and of course, you, and of course about... you and I do, uh, 24-7. Right. Of course, of course we do. <laughs> and then you know about the whole notion of control. There are some people who control very obviously, but then there are those that control other people very silently. Um, is that also stealing that person who's a silent <laughs> controller their own happiness? even though they think they're not oh, yes. controlling anyone? You know, yeah, for, you know, so think about in relationships, how we're always wanting to control the other person, control their reactions, control what they want to do, control how they feel loved. I think, uh, you know, in, in, in the book, as you know, I talk about how these same five thieves of personal happiness are robbing our societal harmony uh, and and the potential we have as human beings. And the control is a good example, right? So you look at the, um, in the United States, for example, the inability of people to have true dialogue and conversations with people who disagree with them. You know, the whole lack mm-hmm. of civility in, in, in our political and community life. And we may mm-hmm. not think of it as tracking back to the thief of control, but I think it is. Because when we, um, when we allow ourselves to entertain the idea that someone else might have a view different than ours that has validity, we feel out of control. Suddenly we feel like, oh, my, my beliefs are being questioned. So this desire to hold on to and control my own dissonance around my beliefs and, and also to control others' viewpoint creates the same unhappiness in society that we have inside of ourselves. So, uh, And to your point about how one deals with this, you know, I talk in the book about, you know, these five mental mindsets, these filters through which we see the world, that the mind is like every other muscle of the body. You know, um, it must be trained. If you don't train your mind, it will have its own way with you. So uh, it isn't simple to to train around these thieves. And that's why in the book I have some very, I think, uh, simple but powerful methods for people to do that. And the first is to notice these things when they happen. And I know, you know, you have, uh, you know, meditation is a theme, if you will, you know, in your in your work and mm-hmm. uh, communication. And it's much like meditation, right? 
we're actually training our mind for happiness. And how do you do that? Well, the first thing is you have to notice these Steve patterns when they show up. And then you have to stop them. You have to say, I'm not going to allow this to run the house. And then finally, you've got to replace it with a different mindset. And over time, you train your mind, right? It's not something that happens overnight. But just like meditation or going to the gym, over time, you will find these thieves no longer dominate. A new way of thinking dominates. And people often are not patient enough in terms of training our own mind. I think it's, is it because we're living much more in an undisciplined society? I mean, I have access to being on my phone at 12 to 4 o'clock in the morning. Remember back in the days, I don't know how young you are, and please know that I mean that when I say young you are. I used to have to sit by the step by the phone and sit there and talk. And of course, you're sharing your phone. So even if mom or dad need to use the phone, you can't stay on there for hours. Now there's really not much discipline. Would you say that discipline is really a big role in in, in terms of like stealing our joy? I mean, a lack yeah. Well, of first discipline? let me say, the first let me say, I am plenty old <laughs> enough to remember the experience you're talking about. In fact, let me say, I am old enough to even remember in my very young childhood party lines where you actually had to wait for your neighbor to get off the phone before you could talk. Uh, so that was another level. Uh, of, but you know, this idea of discipline and distraction, and they both start with D. It's not, uh, you know, a a coincidence. So, you know, Scott Peck in his wonderful book, The Road Less Traveled, probably one of the great books of 20th century, he begins with the phrase, uh, life is difficult. That's the first three words of the book. And, And he said that discipline, he defined discipline as putting the pain first. So I think we are in a, you know, in a time when um, you know, we think everything is easy, right? So we can, within a moment, Google any fact. We have access to information at our fingertips at any moment. But wisdom doesn't work that way. Wisdom and, and right living comes through discipline, comes through the training of the mind and the spirit. And I do think we live in a time where we're... Some things come easy, but we forget the most important things still come only with practice and with hard work. And I think that's an important thing for us to remember, right? So it's easy for us to be distracted, but discipline is required for sustainable happiness. And and I don't want to make it sound like it's this arduous, you know, oh, God, you've got to be in pain to, to find happiness. No, but you do have to have intentionality, you do have to be patient, and you do have to take the time to train. It's like people who want a pill to lose weight or to, I saw something recently, you could gain muscles just by taking this, you know, um, you don't have to go to the gym at all. You would instantly have a muscular body just by taking this powder. Now, of course, if this was actually true, uh, this would be the biggest company in the world, and uh, everyone (laughs) would have, you know, big muscles. So obviously it's not. But it's so attractive to us, isn't it? Right. Um, well, but please it's not, tell it's me they're not, not the getting away with advertisements like that. They're still. They are getting, getting away, away with, with advertisements. Adver- no, like I still believe that. <laughs> At least on the internet, oh you, can, you can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where, where, where everything, of course, is 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 advertised, whether it has truth to it or not. Mm. So your latest book, The Five Thieves of Happiness. Um, are you on a book tour? Is there some place that you're planning to be within the next few months that our listeners could hear or come and see you? 
Well, not a book tour in the traditional way. You know, that's kind of in the in the in the age of the internet. Uh, you know, a lot of authors don't do book tours in the traditional way. Uh, you know, and there are various places right. I will be, and you know, if people go to my website at drjohnizzo.com, that's drjohnizzo.com. You know, they can kind of keep up with with uh, you know what's happening. But we do have the webinar. Uh, you know, and again, if people were to communicate with us at the site, we have a web that we did an hour-long webinar where I discussed it, which is archived. Do that or go to weavinginfluence.com and find it there. So th- that's, that will be a fun way if people want to hear me talk for an hour about the, uh, about the book. Talk uh, for an hour about how to be happy. Well, I have to tell you, exactly. your whole energy, <laughs> I like your energy. It connects to what I think is just, you know, a working progress. And I think there's nothing more authentic or beautiful than all of us who are really we something is calling us we somehow ended up on a particular path we're not quite sure why but i can only say to you dr izzo for me i know that i'm on my path because i deeply believe that i really am an embodiment of love and at some point in time i will get to that natural reality because there's no need for me to actually be on the path to educate myself and others about how to be better and so i'm sure that your path to happiness you might be one of the buddhas who knows? But let's just, you know, just congratulations. <laughs> well, well, thank you. That's a great compliment. Uh, you know, the uh, greatest compliment I ever got actually was from a, uh, a Catholic sister many years ago at a, a retreat I was doing for uh, a big Catholic healthcare system. And an 88-year-old sister came up to me and said, oh, her only piece of feedback from my two-day retreat was, <laughs> I want to thank you for accepting your calling. And I thought it was the greatest compliment that, you know, so she had seen that, you know, this was indeed my calling to help people find this deeper happiness and purpose. There you go. And the sisters won't leave you alone. So there's significance there. Exactly. Well, that's right. It's a good thing, too. Have a wonderful year, Dr. Izzo, and thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you, and the same uh, to you, and I wish your listeners a year of deep happiness. But remember, it does take discipline, but it's within your reach. Got it. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. So imagine one of these thieves of our happiness could just be something as simple as control. And I know many of us who tend to consider ourselves not control individuals or not control freaks, as they use the word, is actually you're just saying, well, if I don't do it, no one's going to do it. I'm going to be the one. If everything falls apart, it falls back on me. I do hear you and I understand you. But if it's coming to a point that you are not happy in your ability to keep order, to help keep the family and everything together, then just maybe a need to tweak that and revise it. Or maybe just go get a copy of Dr. Izzo's book, The Five Thieves of Happiness. Go to Dr. John Izzo, I-Z-Z-O dot com, and enjoy what he has to offer in his webinar. I certainly did enjoy my conversation with John. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission, everyone. And we are here to love each other the same. I've always looked forward to having us together on the air, and I wish you always the best. Don't forget to download our free app designed by our 13-year-old, Pause for Peace. Lots of free materials on there and quality too, not cheapo things. But you could also get a chance to listen to the radio show 24-7. Take care, everyone. Here's Coming to the Light by Bliss. Have a great one today.
Reaches out to take my 